I saw you fall asleep last night and longed to touch your brow, so I spilled the moonlight upon your pillow and face. Sincerely, your friend Jesus. (laughs) Amazing! What is this letter? What the hell? Jerk practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. You oh. got a face like you got a you got a couple dumb dad stories on you. No, not even. Not even. Life is good. It, I just have about I've got about forty five minutes of straight newborn shriek crying. <laughs> Up and up until yeah. I we just clicked record, so you know it's it's there's no fun story to it. It's not even like a pissed off yeah. thing. It's just a gear in your brain that this type of cry yeah. turns, and you just just take it almost like you're you go over the wall, yeah. World War One, you're no man's land. You just take yeah. those bullets. Yeah, yeah. You take that shrapnel blowing up. And you just go. Nothing I can do. I've tried to console you. I've tried. Right. Yeah. I've done everything. Now I'm just going to lay you down and you're going to cry in my direction until I pick you up in in a couple minutes and then then put you down. (laughs) And then it's 45 minutes. You just go, I don't know. I don't know. And then right before we started, Meg just got home and I was like, I I don't know. And then she fell asleep in my arms the 30 seconds before I handed her over to Meg, which is good. But I feel a little bit, I feel a little bit um, slighted. You couldn't give me... A tw- 20 minutes at least? A 15? A, a union 15? Give me a 20. <laughs> oh, but it's good. Well, let's do it. Welcome to the Jerk Practice let's Podcast. I'm Casey. I'm Hans. We are two episodes away from the one and only us. finale of two. our second season. Not a lot oh, of people that is, give you yeah. 3,500 hours. For two seasons. For a season. That's like Simpsons. We're giving you exactly what. Yeah. We have <laughs> we have like... the same amount of hours as the Simpsons have aired on Fox, and we're only we're cresting the wave of season it's, two. No, it's like one of those old TV shows. Like I was trying to think of the old TV show, and I know it's a man and a wife, like Ike and Mike. You know, good old Ike and Mike, the show, but it's not Harold and Maude. It's what is old... the classic? Uh, TV uh, show like Always Sunny just surpassed them. Uh, oh, Ma- the... Megan and Molly, Mike and Molly. No, it's not Mike and Molly. It's um, what does it? It's like a live action show that lasted forever. Is that yeah, that like one? one of the first TV shows. It's not Married with Children. <laughs> it's not <laughs> no, Peggy and Al. Wrong answer. It's like <laughs> Gilded in Gold. Uh, what would it be? A family sitcom. That's a it's ma- just man the, and it's wife? the old classic two hander. Oh, man like and wife Raymond. <laughs> I mean, they, they're all derivative. Of that. <laughs> what would it be? I would think I would know. Oh, it. I'm gonna look. It. I, I'm gonna look it up so we don't have to keep fumbling over it. It's not. I wish it were. Ike I, but and it Mike. is like Mike and Molly. Like it really should be Mike and Molly. What could it, I'm gonna be very disappointed. Are we talking ABC, Harold and CBS? Maude, NBC? But it's not Harold and Maude. It's Gerald and Fred? Fraud? Gerald, and Fred. Gerald the Fraud? <laughs> you gotta sell me some Gerald and Fraud. Are you? Well, Gerald and, Gerald and Fraud is Gerald and a guy that he was switched at birth with. 
uh, <laughs> named Tony. Switchy dude. L fraud. And they become roommates, and one of them's a photographer in um, Milwaukee. Don't give me a... <laughs> no, no, not you. Like, I'm looking it up now, and I was like, I looked up, like, longest-running TV show. It gave me Meet the Press. Oh, that's weak. Yeah, that doesn't Or count. Hallmark Hall of Fame. Yeah. The Today Show. The yeah, Nightly News. It. Jeopardy is up there. And you know they have plaques that say that shit, and ah, they're like, you know we're the longest-running show. It's like, all right, I don't know who does it. It's whoever, somebody who does it has a comical, who does the nightly news has a comical sweeping part. Like his part starts at the top of his ears. Yeah. And goes over. It's not like a, and it's not a cover up. He just has this like, you know, everything's bigger in, in show business. So like, you know, Conan's pompadour is two feet tall. Oh, yeah. So this guy's like, I got to have the biggest part in night. David Muir. I got to have the biggest David part Muir. In, oh, in, yes. in nightly David news. Muir. Just got this silver fox long part. It's a Guinness. It's a Guinness. Well, and it's like the, the that's the thing with Conan. Like the more you listen to him, like that hair was his albatross. Yeah, it's not necessarily like something he wanted to keep forever. Just the fucking Simpsons, whatever. It'll come to you. It'll come to you. The Simpsons. <laughs> it's like I under I know the Simpsons. What could, what era did it start? Eighties, then I would imagine. No, it was Laverne like and Shirley the classic, like sitcom, like classic fifties, like honeymoon, like it ran contemporary. Oh, Ozzy like, and Harriet, con- Ozzy and Harriet, that's it. But I think Ozzy and Harriet were just the names of the people in the show, like My Good Life or something. <laughs> the Good Life, um. <laughs> Maybe it was called Ozzy and Harriet. Who was, was Ozzy? Ozzy I guess that would be the. Is Ozzy I think it maybe it was Ozzie. Is this short for Oswald? Like, what is Ozzy? I've never heard of an Ozzy. Oh, I bet it was Oswald. Yeah, it's got to be right. Ozzy. What's another old name you could shorten to Ozzy? Oslan. Oskanaten. Like, what is I, I keep thinking Ashkenazi. <laughs> Which is a type of of Judaism, or a specifically a type of um, like Jewish individual, um, but it's not short for Ashkenazi. <laughs> if I'm even like saying that right, um, a German and a and a, and a a Jewish person living together. Ozzy, there's Aussie. That might be Oswald. It's got to be Oz. It's got to be Oswald. Be hard, but Oswald's a last like, name. You got that necktie? What we got a last name for our first name? It's a rough gig. Oswald and Harriet. It's a sketch right there. Because he was a terrible husband. A lot of people don't forget. A lot of people go after him for the assassination. Wife beater. Just cherry on top, I guess. I guess. I don't know which I don't know which one's the frosting and which one's the sprinkles, but that guy's all sorts of Curtain rods. Curtain rods to work. Did we nobody ever talk about that? I feel like the guy who gave him a ride to work should have gotten a little more shit. Like, what do you, what do you have? Curtain rods to work? Like, I'm giving you a ride home. I'm the one giving you the ride home. It's not like you're. Where are you going to do with the curtain rods? You're going to bring them back home with me? You're right. Like even today, like today, it sounds insane. Right. If you were like Hans, what's in the bag? And you just give me dead-eyed, cold stare. 
curtain rods case. Right. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like when we first started, like, it, like in the, and I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt of time. Right. Like when we were children bagging on the, the conspiracy theory JFK train, you're like, well, curtain rods, I get, you know, need a ride, like curtain rods, something like in this day and age, curtain rods is not an excuse. It wasn't even back then, but even now it's even more of an abstraction. Yeah. Now that I think about it. What was he? Uh, it's a bag of bones. I, yeah, yeah. Well, they weren't even Pool curtains. Cues? Like you can get curtains cleaned at a dry cleaner. You can get curtains mended. Yeah, what are you doing a with a curtain rod? You can get it welded? How'd your curtain rod break? You... Was breaking it over the bust of JFK in my <laughs> living room as I was just practicing my karate. Just threw a curtain rod hit. at the uh, at the motorcade? <laughs> yeah. It's like 300. You just <laughs> From the depository, he threw a fucking curtain rod down into Dealey Plaza. And then his ride was like, all right, he wasn't lying. I thought he had a gun. It was a curtain rod. He said curtain rod. Just this. Who knew he was (laughs) even more deadly with a curtain rod than he was with a gun? It would have been much. I mean, it wouldn't have been comical, but like just to take a take. Not not like a spear side, not the vertical side, but take a horizontal curtain rod to the back. (laughs) Hell yeah. Ah. (laughs) <laughs> the head flips like a can. Take the can. <laughs> oh God. Oh man. Curtain rod. The man could put some mustard behind a curtain rod. That guy. That's some balls right there. Curtain rod. But is that the most innocuous? Like, like if I had a gun in my pocket, you know, like what's in your pocket? I went curtain rod. Like, okay. That right. guy has a gun in his pocket. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's like, what do you fucking think? I've got to say something, and you have to nod. Because whatever I say, we both know this is a gun, and I'm the one holding it. But so, yeah, I agree. Curtain rods, The guy sure. that drove him to work probably should have took a weekend in, in stew, slept think, it off in county. You think that guy's wife was friends with Oswald's wife, and she's like, just give him a ride. He's like, I fucking hate this. You know, it's like one of those forced hangs. Gotta hang out with yes. the spouse. Mm-mm. Now I bet she was broken. like, give him a ride. So then I don't have to hang out with his fucking weird Russian wife. <laughs> right. <laughs> who's and talking about how he's going to murder people. Like, I'm done. I'm over it. I get it. You're angry. We're all angry. I told you, uh, did I ever tell you in my speech class in college? I don't, I try. I just, it just didn't come out right. Cause I think there's something <laughs> there because it's such a, I, I thought it was like such an outside take because it's like, how do you find empathy even in the most tragic figures or, you know, how do you, how do you of course. change perspective? Cause I was like, Oswald had a fucking brother, you know, he had a wife. Had, I think he had kids. Did he have kids? No, he just had a wife. Um, and, no, and the yeah. wife hated him. I mean, fuck, fuck that guy for the wife, but he had a brother and he had parents and shit. So, you know, they had to, to go to Ru- like, he's interesting enough. He went to Russia. Yeah. In the 50s, which is the last place on earth anyone would want to go. So it's like, you have some, I, I mean, I do. It's like, why that place of all places? Yeah. It's like, never been. Just all, wanted to go. All of his actions are, are fine, but still, he got fucking shot and murdered. So you, you imagine it's your brother. Yeah. Your brother gets shot and murdered. As, regardless of anything he's done, you're like, oh, that's, I'm conflicted, but you're probably not. You're just like, fuck, my brother got murdered. I hate what he did. But he probably should have went to prison, but he got murdered. So, all right. So, what I'm going with the empathy. So, she's my my teacher, just so I get this out, because I'm 
I, I can't seem to spit it out. She's like, all right, guys, y'all get to give a speech. Can be this type of speech, this type of speech, this type of speech. Throw out some ideas. I just, I just hadn't formed it. Just like I can't. I went. Uh, can I eulogize? Can I do a eulogy for Lee Harvey Oswald? And keep in mind, she's an adult, and I'm an adult. I'm even more. Of, I know we can say college students at any age are adults because they're technically adults. But I was like what thirty, yeah. and she just went, yeah. no. no. <laughs> because <laughs> as an exercise in the craft of writing right it that's, is a challenge you were trying to challenge yourself that challenge the, mm-hmm. the listener of like like i get it that's it what i come across want, as very cavalier that was in my heart my gut my mind but it came out like can i can i do a speech where i jack off to satan you know it's just like <laughs> that's how it came out like how can I shock you right now with what I said? Because I don't know why. Just even the gusto. Like, can I eulogize a bastard? You know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what, what else? No, that, that's a fucking metal album. Eulogy for a bastard. <laughs> that is a good album. <laughs> or that's the name of my famous speech. For my famous Oswald speech. History's greatest bastard. Oh, man. So... Uh, Oswald, Ozzy. Yeah, I don't know the name. It sounds a little harsh. It just sounds like a sharp name, Ozzy. Unless you're made out of felt, I don't think Ozzy works for you as a name. A yeah. Muppet can be named Ozzy. Sure, absolutely. But Ozzy would be like, if you're at a friend's house and you're like, just, my dad's name is Ozzy. Like, I mean, even Ozzy Osbourne has an edge. We're getting into the edge lordy territory. You're talking about eulogy for a bastard. Like, <laughs> speaking of, that's an yeah. Ozzy Osbourne. That's un- true. Unrecorded song. Yeah, Ozzy- it has it. Yeah, has the dirt on it because well, Ozzy sings about werewolves and he he snorted a bat wing off of off of a mountain of cocaine or whatever. You know all the old stories. Right. So he soiled he soiled the name Ozzy. Thus giving it a little bit of an edge. Maybe he gave the Other edge. Obviously, Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah, well, that's a Lee Harvey. You didn't spoil Lee. Or even the dirty Cobblepot. Oswald Cobblepot. Yeah, Oswald Cobblepot. I'm, uh, Ozzy might work for like a, like, Jeff Garland could play an Ozzy in like a a frat movie oh, man. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. No, totally. Ozzy's a big guy jolly Ozzy but a straight lace Ollie Ozzy with a you know shine shoes going to se- like sell insurance no thanks you can't be Ozzie. put together because the moment you put a suit on you're like oh a guy named Ozzy with a suit serial killer <laughs> yes exactly hold on since you looked up that what like, Ozzy has the best weed Ozzy short for Okay, I got it. I got it. It's coming. Ozzy or Ozzy might still be a bit something crazy like Osbert, like even worse, like an old biblical name. (laughs) I like Osbert. Osmond. (laughs) Osmond. Osmond. Still a last name though. It is a last Last name name for first name. Who wrote this article? They said it could be short for Oz. It can't be short, short for, for Ozzy. For the... <laughs> it can't be you short made it for longer. Short... <laughs> yeah. That doesn't you work. Put more letters onto it. It can't be. Yeah, it's uh, Ozzy short for Oz. 
No, hey. you made it longer. Yeah, whatever. Hey, Ozzy Osbourne's real name is John Michael Osbourne. See? Put a last name for a first name. Yeah, so there you go. He took his own last name. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's a Hebrew name. O- Ozias. O- o- Ozias. I have never heard of an Ozias. <laughs> That's a cool. Ozias. Ozias. Yeah, it's like it means like strength and. Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've yet to meet an Ozias in my life. Well, that's not bad. We knew a oh, we knew a Josias or something working at a Starbucks. Josiah. Oh yeah, Josiah. Yeah, another dusty Bible name. Yeah, they are. There are some dusties out there. They need a little. I don't mind a good Bible. Every name's a Bible name. Well, I guess not yeah, Osias. Really. Osias. No, it's Hebrew. It's Bible. Talmud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, uh, what have I? You Ozias, know, that's cool. I had no idea. Like Ozias, that's a good one. I like that. Speaking of, that's pro- like a Tony Stark villain, like Ozias. Yes, yeah, or or like a Tony Stark. You got Stark Industries versus the Ozias Corporation. You know, but Ozias is his first name. What's his last name? It's like two letters. It's whatever uh, Musk's kid's first name is. Oh, that glyph or glyph or whatever it is, the A and Z mixed together. A hashtag. Um, I've I've been doing spring cleaning just because we're talking. I guess we're talking Hebrew. We're talking Ozias. I've been throwing and th- donating a ton of stuff. It's it's books are hard to donate, man. Because the thing is, like a bunch of them I haven't read and probably will not read. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I love. I'm still old fashioned enough that. If I have a bunch of titles in front of me on my shelf, I'm still yeah. I'll still go pluck one, especially if it's an anthology I have. But even just when I'm like ah, writer's block or something like, and I'll just look around my room and I just have words jutting out yeah. at me because I know I could all have I could literally save this entire room could be blank and I could have mm-hmm. one Kindle on one shelf with everything I have, but I just don't think I'd ever read again because. I just need to see something and go, I will read that yeah. book now. I will, but nope. I've been getting rid of some, and I found a note in one of my books, and it just Ooh, said, I saw, note. I saw you fall asleep last night and longed to touch your brow, so I spilled the moonlight upon your pillow and face. Sincerely, your friend Jesus. <laughs> It's Amazing! Like, what is this letter? The what the hell? My favorite part is the end. That was a little taste. It's a long letter. I'll show you. It's a long letter from Jesus. But the end is perfect because Jesus is half man, half God. Let's be honest. He's like a centaur. Okay. Um, <laughs> is the God the top or the bottom? Oh, well, God puts his foot down, so he's I, the bottom. Yeah. And Jesus is God a face feet. man. Uh, My kid, yeah, I have man. one of those old, like... um. Uh, what would you call it? Anglican pictures of Jesus that I like the mm. classic hard chain. looks like he should be in Ocean's 14. Cut. Just yeah. cut. <laughs> bit, you know, like, that's not Jesus. Come on. Um, and uh, he's a face man because even Delano, like, I'll be like, you like that wall? Cause just fixated on this picture of Jesus. Um, but I love the end because it's just like perfect. All right. I won't bother you any further. You're free to choose me, but it's your decision. Look, I chose you, but I'll wait. 
your friend Jesus. <laughs> it's like, all right. I love it because... A little human. It reads and sounds like a Garrison Keillor bit. <laughs> like, if Jesus was around, he'd be doing Lake Wobegon, like Sea of Galilee. So down on the Sea of Galilee, problem with blankets is you can't have too many, but there's always too much. And Jesus. that man was King Ruth. Right? This isn't Lake... No, what am I thinking of? Is Lake Wobegon, that's the rest of the story, or that's a different one? Oh, no, that is... um. God damn it, what's his name now? Paul Harvey. Oh, I always get those two mixed up. Which one? They both... Prairie Home showbiz? Companion is Lake Wobegon. So that's the Garrison Keeler is the, the faux Minnesota town where he yes, talks yes. about his childhood and things. But Paul Harvey is the, like... So there was a dog named Tony. I love Paul. Harvey. This dog showed up. Oh my god! I still this day like I, I take a Paul Harvey. We were, did he really ten? So we were just listening and to. They just replayed ad nauseum because they were just like they're evergreens. Everything, everything. Nothing beat. You get the reveal at the end, buried the lead, and you're always like, "Who the fuck?" He's like, when he was thirteen, he made shoes. But then he started the cereal business. You're like, who the fuck is this? Making shoes and cereal? And you're like, Mickey just... Rooney. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Jesus totally would have been like a fucking AM radio Paul Harvey. Yes. that. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that, yeah. And it would always be like somebody so innocuous and be like, and that was Brother Jebediah. And that's the rest of the story. It's like, eh, I don't want that story. Jesus. Oh, give, me the, so, give me the hits. Give me. Murdered it's so son. amazing that who was that Moses? You're talking about books because it took Ash and I like two days to finish this documentary, mm-hmm. and it's on Amazon. It's called The Booksellers. Okay. Oh, okay. Go ahead. It is so fun. It's so good, and it's just total nerd culture, which anyone listening knows because all we do is talk about wrestling, comic books, and comedy. Sure. Yeah. So. This is right in our wheelhouse. It's just about the culture of books, book collectors, booksellers. Sure. Oh, yeah, sure. So it's like basically as of like 2018, 2019, like the current state of uh, like book selling. And then you get the backstory, the history of, of it. And it's folded in with all of these amazing like New York characters. Right. And it's so, because, like, the reason it took us two days to watch it, because we, Ash and I would pause it, and we'd go into the kitchen, and we'd talk, and the doc, it's, we finished it last night, and I was like, this is the, one of the first documentaries that has made me, like, pang for New York City. Mm, like, it just brought oh, out that, like, love and it has nothing to do with the city other than all of these people it's the characters it's the characters it's the characters and you go to their apartments yes. and you're like i can't believe that apartment exists and this guy's like this was my aunt and uncle's apartment and they were professors at brooklyn college and columbia and it's this beautiful old apartment from the 40s that's two stories and it hasn't changed because they basically propped the apartment up with bookshelves. Like, the only reason the apartment's still standing is because of bookshelves. Paints chipping. And it's just these people talking about, like, deep diving into collections and finding weird ephemera and books. And it's so, so satisfying. It's such a fun documentary. If you, like, you were just talking about, 
having to get rid of books, like the process in Ash and I just talked about reading books on the subway. Oh yeah, like that two hours, hour and a half you're on the subway, like that's my reading time. Absolutely, reading time. I uh oh the yeah anything. Well, I guess you bike, you get exercise, but like the subway is just your time. A lot of times, you know, sometimes you just it's the worst. Couple times, if you're hungover on a subway, it's it's hell on earth. Uh, oh, yeah, and I'm sure we mentioned it before, but there was like right when we moved to New York, there was like I don't know a four six month stretch where we had a long commute from Brooklyn. We both worked. Yeah. <laughs> we both worked. I think you worked in Manhattan, or you might have worked even deeper Brooklyn. I don't remember. But... I yes, when we first moved, I worked. I what I should have done was walk, right? Because it probably would have taken me a half an hour. Yeah. But to take the train, because I'm a literal Midwesterner, and it's yeah. like, must follow roads and rail. Mm-hmm. So it took me an hour and 15 minutes to go to work. So I'd go up and nearly into Manhattan, and then further over into Brooklyn. Which was? And then working at Whole Foods, I worked at Union Square. So that's just a fucking easy 60 minutes on the train to get to Union Square. I cannot think of the neighborhood in Brooklyn you worked in, though. Uh, uh it was cl- it was on Flatbush Avenue. It was okay. It was close to Brooklyn College. Yeah. So all right, Flatbush. All right. Then I that, I was right. Like, uh, so I had a long commute. You had a long commute. We're fresh in New York. We're super young. We just drank beers all the time. Um, doesn't matter. We just drank all the time. Beers. We had no big beers. We had no responsibilities. So we were just writing comedy, and then we drank heavily. Um, and the commute. Because for six months, Budweiser had a campaign that was just, let's make the inside of our subway cars look like you're riding the inside of a beer bottle. Budweiser bottle. So you were just surrounded in these golden amber suds. It's just stinky fucking subway. Oh, Oh, it was was like a Sunday morning. Had to go to work to open at the Starbucks. So this is the fuck, like four in the morning three in the morning and just being so aggressively hung like just shuffle that's all i can just my feet just shuffled you shuffle you sit and i was just like i'm gonna take this time to like half sleep (laughs) just you rest your eyes it's a resting of the eyes and just seeing those golden suds bubbles yeah like it made me want to vomit and Piss and like just I was like never again I'll never drink again those rides then, yeah ugh. those rides were either like it was either you were so hungover you were still drunk that you'd get on and be like alright it's a long commute but yeah I'll just work myself up relax and I'll be at work and my commute was like easily an hour if not longer and sometimes oh. I'd be like so hungover drunk, I'd just shut my eyes and open. I'd be at the station. I'd be like, no, like, no, just instantly there. Or I don't know if that was worse or just like that long, like labor. I'm going, just, I'm on my way to something I hate. As Dane Cook, I'm late for what I hate. Oh, yeah. I'm late for what I hate. Yeah, no, that's beautiful. But that oh. is like, oh. it is worse. Like you said, if you fall asleep and then wake up and you're there. Yeah. There's something better about the like, fight of the snooze to the stay awake to the misery because if you get on the train and fall asleep yeah 
you're just there at a place, like you said, the place you hate. Uh, like, I never got a moment for myself. Right. Um, how do we get, oh, oh, you're talking about these old apartments in that yeah. uh, documentary. Do you remember that amazing apartment Henning subletted from, like, the ambassador of Bahrain? <laughs> right, no, he was, like, a, he wor- was Syrian. Syrian, okay. He, he worked in the I UN or something, he, right? Yeah, like he was like a one of the people that the UN asked to come in. And that's that's oh my god, I hadn't thought about it, but that is what a lot of those apartments in the the booksellers look like. Oh, that old They look furniture. like that apartment. Yes, it was amazing. Just, like his room was just a library. Yeah, it was so great. With a cot in it. And then Henning slept in the kitchen. Could <laughs> do they Oh, was he like? Were they cohabitating? We'll have to ask Henning. Henning will be here for the two hundred, so everybody's got to uh, tune in. What I remember was, yeah, he Henning lived in the guy because the guy was a world traveler. That's what I thought. Yeah, he I was globe trotting. That was his home base when he's in New York, right? But when he's not in New York, Henning was there. So it's like, what, if you, uh, what am I hearing? I guess if you hold on, what am I? What are we hearing here? Was that Fozzie Bear? That is Fozzie Bear. Harvey just came in and left her iPad right under my chair. <laughs> well, that's so that's just playing Muppet Babies. Love the Muppet Babies, by the way. So good. I remember. I'll have to tell Casey about this. Here, he's coming back. I was. I was. She did pod bomb you. I was just about to tell our listener, um. Muppet Babies had a very poignant uh, year for me because I was like freaked out. I guess it was a few months or I, I don't know how long, but Muppet Babies was the first show that came on after I got home from school. So I'd like I'm I'm going to say like yeah. I'm going to say like third or fourth grade and mm-hmm. we would learn something at school. And for the longest stretch, I'd come home. And that would be like the topic or the theme of Muppet Babies. And it got to the point where I really could have fallen off the edge of the earth. I was like, this, something's wrong. It was like Truman showing me. I was like, this is too much. This is too much. But maybe, you know, teachers are lazy. I taught a fitness class, you know, in Manhattan that was strictly P90X. And I just put my brand on it. Stamp. (laughs) Hans 90X. It was Hans 90X. People loved it because it's a great workout. But I mean, if you're gonna rip off P90, do you go H Hundo, H Hundred, H Hundred Z, H Hundred Z, or do you go H eighty? You go low. Do you go lower or higher? Oh, expectations. Is that a bigger sell? Expectations. H fifty. Uh, H fifty B. H fifty B. It works. <laughs> well, what is no X? X has to just do with X and groceries. Extreme. So B beware. Fifty. Yeah. Give me 50%. I keep getting back. I, I just never have the time. But I'm telling you, folks, I'll get there. I want to do, I want to start offering yoga again. But it's going to be yoga and jeans. It's going to be free, oh, free YouTube. Free YouTube. You I, all pretension, it. all pretentiousness out of yoga. Wear your jeans. Wear whatever you want. I'm going to do my best. It's not going to be great. But hey, we're all not going to be great together. My jeans call don't it fit. Jo- call it yoga. Dr. Yoga. Yoga. Ooh, that's even better. 
Yoga uh, and jeans. We'll, I'll, I'll whip up some denim-looking graphics. We'll, like, yeah. let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm Let's in. do some yoga. Full, <laughs> full honesty. We can put a little fun in there, but, like, I agree. Like, yoga for people who are like, yeah, man, I just, I, you know, I, I don't really ever take my pants off unless I'm taking a shower. They can enjoy yoga as well. Well, it came from this, I've had this idea for years coming from a couple of studios I taught at. It's like a fucking yoga studio, but they had that same strict policy that maybe you remember from like the public pool as a kid. I don't know where it comes from or why it applies, but it's like no jean shorts and these studios would be no jeans. Yeah, nobody's going to wear their jeans, Auntie but go fuck yourself. Wear. Don't tell me what to wear. Full Do you remember jeans. that? The public <laughs> pool or the gym? You can't. Oh, gyms. I was a member of like New York Sports Club. You couldn't wear jeans. You can wear a Why? jean short. It's a short. Yeah, why not? I, I get it. Nobody really wants to work out in jeans, but my point I is feel like you do you. That's That's an aesthetic thing. You can't mitigate aesthetics. That's like, right. Now I really want to go. Because I remember, I have to carry this water for the rest of my life. But going to someone's birthday party at the hotel, at the Ramcota, because oh, it's the pool. only nice pool, the only hotel with the pool I in can, Watertown, South Dakota. It's like you're on the moon, that pool. It was a great oh, pool. It's in it, the arcade room. Yes. Had the weirdest arcade you've never seen him before in your life. <laughs> it was like Dominator, Rise of yeah. the Gears. <laughs> Or it's the movie, an <laughs> arcade version of a movie that you're like, wait, they made a Lethal Weapon video game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love Lethal Weapon. It, yeah, it was like lacrosse pinball. <laughs> Just like so. But I went to a birthday party. I didn't know it was a pool party. Ooh. And I remember convincing my mom or whoever brought me to just like, you get that little kid froth going in that fervor you're like i don't care i'll swim in my jeans i don't care i need to get in that pool so i took my shirt off and then swam in jeans great and the shame (laughs) from disgust how wet you you made that car i dropped trout and (laughs) shat in the pool right never i so that's i'm i'm defending jeans yoga yoga wear jeans wherever you want in the sauna wear your jeans yes absolutely in the pool wear your jeans i uh i just bought a pair of orthotic shoes and they're amazing by the way i don't know i never had a pair meg says she had a pair growing up they're like reebok orthotics they're the ones you can picture right now just picture the most classic pair of reeboks you've ever seen black white stripe little star reebok logo with the one red pedal okay very yeah, wide yeah. these shoes because mm-hmm. it's all cushion is that the thotics so maybe and there was rule yeah i guess um but there was always rules about no shoes in yoga too i'll probably wear my shoes do what do you it. want aqua socks i don't care and there's nothing more unappealing but that's the point it's all appealing it's all how you look at it it's all the one thing i'm you you're me we're all the same atoms bouncing around Nothing 
more unappealing. Except my, except my atoms have little genes on. Yeah, at all times. Of course. Yeah, yeah. They it has whatever those atoms you have neurons and protons and everything's going around them. Jatons. And then the two that bounce off each other are bouncing. They're getting the gene friction. <laughs> They're like, are we, we're supposed to, what is it called? We're supposed to adhere, or we're supposed to come together and compound and make water, but we're both wearing jeans, nah, so I guess you got um, jeans. <laughs> that's what happened. They just said something weird happened with the particle collider, and they're like, I don't know, and Adam just did something we've never seen before, and I think it just tried on a pair of jeans and looked behind, <laughs> looking at its buns <laughs> in the never mirror. Looking back. It's like, I look never good in these mirrors. I'm, I'm, are they on sale? <laughs> um, nothing more unappealing than... And then jeans, no shirt, especially ill-fitting jeans on a guy. I'm just saying, oh, yeah. you can't help. Even if you're fit, go ahead and sit down. I, you're just standing up, sure, Diet Coke break, no shirt, jeans, fine. I'm talking yeah. about get home, your shirt's too dirty to have your kid hug you in it and take your shirt off. Got a pair of jeans, then sit on the couch. Ugh, you might as well just six. You might as well just start burying, <laughs> digging your own grave. Look down, goes see your gut hanging side. over jeans. Just a little perfectly J- JP aside, there's this fantastic documentary series on Netflix. I believe it's called Worn Stories. Worn Stories? Worn Stories. I think it's called Worn Stories. I know worn is the main term. Okay. But the basically the spine of the documentary series is clothes. Okay. And people's connections to clothes and certain... Mm items and how it affects them and like the first one's called community so it's about the community that springs up about you so part of it is not to spoil it but uh a nudist colony okay and so they get into the the nuts and bolts of like what is is and isn't allowed at a nudist colony no jeans basically you can go to a nudist colony and straight up just jeans t-shirt and your reebok orthotics right good you're groovy that's what it's all but about. But there's a whole subclass. Like, obviously, there's full nude. Sure. Where you walk around and you just wear sandals. Uh, but there's a subclass of just t-shirt, no bottom. Ooh. Which, Ooh. to me, I'm like, I'm going to, I'm not a nudist. I'm not in the colony, but I poo-poo the t-shirt, no bottom. I've always said, well, you know, that was my uniform was until change- I was like eight. No, I know, and I saw it, and I was like, long shirt, the long shirt. It's a jerk. The JP, it was just it's filtering through into reality, and I was like, and of course it was a guy, you know, total classic white guy, looks like he, you know, president of a company, graying, bald hair, <laughs> crappy t-shirt, comes down, that belly gets taut, and nothing but bare ass and dick and balls. <laughs> but and I was what? like, just take your shirt off! What? You're already half way there i would say that the the bottom half represents 75 percent there it's the most part it's the biggest part let's be honest like let's just just wear shorts then and no shirt that's it i feel like it's a flex it's a big bottoms is it a fan is it a funny does it is it like a who farted is he getting a message out there he she is it the irony of it because they don't delve too much into the culture, but they showed it enough where I was laughing and I made a note because I was like, I got to talk to Hansi about it because everybody knows where we stand on the shirt, no bottoms. I we think it's very funny. Yes. But if that's your look. It's funny because it's disgusting. 
It is. It is. Is it? Is it not? Is it's it the most disgusting you can be? And hey, yoga and jeans is about being as disgusting as you want to be. But I mean, it's because we're all not in the same room. That that's that's the. Yeah. I mean, if if you were all in one room, you can't have yoga just shirt no pants. <laughs> because yoga, you bend in, and it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, you can. I'm not the teacher for it. I'm not the teacher for it. But, um, you can do yoga, t-shirt, no pants. But yeah. you got to be in another room, and you got to turn your video off if you're zooming. But keep that shit high. Tilt it high. You know what? I guess it's like we were talking about, like legalizing all drugs. You got to go meth. You got to go meth. If you're gonna go yoga, you got to go all the way. You got to allow it. it yes, you got to allow it. Oof. Because you're going to have allowed. a certain current, and that's how I feel the snootest colony is, is they're like, because we are free and open, we allow everything. I feel like if you rock the shirt, clean bottom, nothing, you get enough side eye from the community of like, yo, dude, what's your insecurity, man? What's your hang up? Uh, Just take it off. Just take it off. You know, oh, like it's attention. You want the attention. I feel like it's attention because it got my attention. Sure, and I don't know if that's know, a good sure thing. Does. Oh, because it's just hilarious. Just the and it wasn't women cover top, bare bottom. Uh-huh. It's only dudes. I will. And this is coming from a just a straight guy. Uh, I have I what I'm saying is the woman's body is just beautiful. It's more and appealing. It's more appealing. Classic. Yeah, yes. It's classically more the appealing. The lines, everything. I don't want Universally. A, yeah, gender form, as anything. As artistic. It has nothing. But guys' bodies are disgusting. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure there's even cut hunks. That's just, it's just the way it works. <laughs> just, the oh, the, the woman's vagina resembles a beautiful flower and a man's flaccid penis resembles a broken it's a slab of meat with another <laughs> little slab of meat hanging off it's the bottom. horrendous testicles testicles guys come yeah. on jesus i hope that's addressed in your letter you sent me like hey by the way <laughs> testicles <laughs> yeah, the way. i got to explain <laughs> something gross. here because they can be inside in fact testicles should be inside i think because i mean oh i they're outside because you got to regulate temperature and heat or something yeah, it's a whole design yeah. flaw. But defense-wise, that shit should be locked up inside because it's important. Right. Just, just to be hanging out for any Tom, Dick, and Harry. To it should be like a it. kangaroo skin pocket on your inner thigh. Monkey snatch peach. There's a whole fucking kung fu. <laughs> there's a whole culture about ripping it. your balls off. And you can, and, and on top of that, so there's a disgusting flaccid aspect, but then an erect penis, you can have a, 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 a person that was born in the, raised in the woods by wolves. They're still offended by an erect penis, and they have no social yeah. context to it. It's just they a, understand what that means. It's aggressive. Something's about to happen. It's aggressive. A transaction's about to occur. No, thanks. don't point that thing at me. No, you better not be pointing that thing at me. That I tell you what, we all know that's not curtain rods. So <laughs> he just had a bag over his lap. Yo, Ozzy, what's that? Curtain rods. Don't call me Ozzy. I think he's jerking off in my car. <laughs> that is, that is a, again, that goes, Curtain we rides. could have a full, obscure American history. You got, I'll always go back to tuxedo shoes. 
um, um, uh-huh. George comes with tuxedo shoes, and then you could have the awkward conversation of Lee Harvey Oswald in the car carpooling to the book depository. Hey Oswald, what's in the uh, bag? Dildos. Uh, we got a twenty-minute ride now. I think what I, kind? I no, exactly. Like he's still gonna take him to work. Yeah. If he said gun dildo, it doesn't matter. Like that guy's still driving him to work. Which is the sad part. It's like he's not gonna pull over. You said dildos get out of my car, Oz Osbert or whatever the fuck we said. Osmond. Osmond Oswald. Um man, Oh, Joga. Yeah. And then Joga, Joga. from bot two body shaming. I don't know how we got into Joga. I guess it doesn't matter. Jesus. Hey, Joga, we need a- I need I need a I need a backdrop that's just a big jean yeah. pocket. Uh, I was thinking yes. jean sponsors. Today I'm wearing Jordash. Jean sponsors, hell yeah! Jeans is a big you business. Talk about because we haven't we haven't spoken in a few weeks since we're talking about apparel and uproar. Uh oh. Go ahead. How about those uh, Nike, the Devil Nikes? Oh, that has like Satan come or something in them. The Satan or blood, yeah, or human, human blood. blood. Great. Are they Nike licensed? I hear there's controversy. No, they're getting sued. I feel like <laughs> here's my thing is of they are, but they're Nike uh, sh- actual Nike produced shoes, and just not and here's by Nike. Yeah, I'm not a conservative Christian, yeah. so Satan iconography, as we talked about earlier, I think's pretty cool. I do too. Like I like Ozzy and fucking metal music and shit. So I'm like, okay, cool whatever like okay what's your point yes and cool right. it's satan shoe yes and did you see the shoe they're ugly nikes even yeah that's the issue they're shitty nikes human blood i don't think so i and don't also over. like hack sort of like kiss did that in the set late 70s they did a kiss comic yeah. and they were like we put our own blood that's what I was ink, thinking of. And they yes. were in like Connecticut or wherever did the mass thing yeah. for blood. And there was like a big PR thing where Kiss, each, each of them cut their hand and put a little bit of blood into the red ink vat. Ugh. What got sanitized that? What exactly. comic nerd had a paper cut and ended up with herpes as he was. So From there Gene you go. Simmons. So he's got Gene Simmons herpes because he's got this Kiss comic. Lick. Lick boom. <laughs> paper cut. Lip. Lick. Oh, uh, his lips fell off. Uh, I am not. He's got Simmons mouth. His mm. lips fell off and then his tongue swelled up. Ugh. You got, uh, you can make cool Satan shoes. You I can make them please. They don't have to be Nike. In fact, that's Nike, my thing. I was like, no, nope. Satan's like a black heel. Get a heel on a boot. Yeah. He's a heel boot man. Oh, and I'm, I kind of, I don't mind, uh, like, uh, little Nas X kind of mixing up, like, uh, norms and everything. I don't mind, like, his music video. I don't either. Like, the shoes are, uh, you're absolutely right. The shoes are ugly. The whole are, concept has been done. But the video is, like, him having, you know, like, dry humping he, Satan. That's great. Right. I he jogas Satan. He yeah. goes, no bottom. He gives Joga. Cover top, no bottom. Joga's Satan. I'm down with it. But yeah, the ugly shoes and they're selling for like way too much money. That's the Satan. The price. That's satanic. Well, all the price and also it was like the more I read about it cuz like I'm I'm like just nerdily it was like if you're going to do Satan imagery, you could do a lot better Satan imagery. I just got to say. You're cribbing from fucking minor leaguers if you're just like oh, I put blood in the 
in the heel. So I drip my blood in the air pump pocket. They should be a sneaker with a stiletto, and then the bottoms should resemble like you're walking on coals. And as you walk, it lights up. Maybe gives a little. Give me some something. Yeah, you just hung a pentagram on the zip. There's a pentagram on the zip. Yeah, there's a zipper on the front. It's just a pentagram medallion. Oh, you mean like the little zip thing? That has a name, like the thing that says Because that's how satanic that shoe is. It's a shoe with the fucking zipper on. That is the most evil thing ever. I'm not a zipper shoe fan. Even back to Beetle Boots. No thanks. Just oh yeah, that little sexy side zip over the. That's the most satanic thing. I want to see Little Nas X jeans and Beetle Boots, and he unveils his (laughs) Satan shoes, and they're just Beetle Boots. And he's like, there's blood in them. I'd be like, I want a <laughs> fucking pair full of, of like... these huge heeled. Yeah. Oh, my God. A heel full of like <laughs> that, like blood that you see in that fake syringe or whatever, you know, like where you pull <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, whatever, that disappearing soda, like disappearing baby bottle the, liquid. The zipper, the, the zipper has a little charm and it's like, oh, how many shoes am I going to make? I don't know. How many teeth did John Wayne Gacy have? That's right. Every boot is made with a John Wayne Gacy tooth. Like, and then you got what? Thirty pairs of boots. Super exclusive. Oh, I thought you meant like his victim's teeth. No, That's no, his actual uh, his teeth. teeth. He probably would sell his teeth. They John Wayne Gacy. I'm saying pre death. Like that dude. He you would talk, sell. We want to talk about subcultures. Like he is actually Satan. Yeah, if there's yeah. ever an equivalent to a there is nothing a more human demon disturbing than when you read about that guy because he if you want like he is the ultimate well a lot of them put I, there's so many like BTK and everything but just putting on that face like all those pictures of him he always had like the company barbecues and the he was on the community board dressed up like that fucking the clown bar. holy shit I mean that guy um but he sold he. I actually think they enacted rules because of him. Because of, because, yeah, because he was art. getting, like, he wasn't getting wealthy, but he was benefiting off of the, yes, that guy had so many, like, that guy could Snickers make one of those these. crazy cakes every night. You ever seen those cakes? Like, they get together, the, the they. So people incarcerated, you gotta find something mm-hmm. to do, and I don't mind it, and you, commissary yeah. is just... Like, it's so horrendous what you should be cruel and unusual because it's like ramen, like soups, they call them. So it's ramen noodle packs. You can get like ho-hos, just all the the processed food you can get. Right. Right. So the flavor packs are a commodity in and of themselves. Right. Because you can, I wonder why, because you make a, you make a broth out of it, I guess. You can make a good soup. Like that, that's my move. I, I hoard, I'll eat a straight noodle. I'm hoarding flavor packets and dealing on the side. Oh yeah, you don't need a, that's always too much. I wonder if you could wheel and deal a half flavor packet. You don't need a full packet. Maybe you keep Probably one packet. Packing. You can flavor your noodles. You can flavor Ooh, 10 noodles with one packet. You mix. You, you got a nine little to shrimp sell. with a little beef bullion. You're a little shrimp flavor and packet beef. Chef. You deserve to be in there. Oh, that Hotsey down on C Block makes the best toilet soup I've ever had. <laughs> who you? Who my? Who my? Who's my? Who's my celly? Uh, shrimp and beef broth over there. Like, oh god, I'm not gonna make it through the night. The stench out of got, there. You got that like ball cap like cocked to the side, but underneath the brim of the hat is all the flavor packets because you're just 
showing, hey, yo, what do you need? Beef? You need chicken? It's like that. Ooh, you want extra spicy? That's my guy. It's like that scene in Goodfellas when she comes and she's got the huge coat on. And she likes, <laughs> like, they get in a fight because he sees his mistress visitor and she starts pulling salami. You tell them to bring the drugs in for you. And she's just throwing flavor packets all around. Um, the soups. Oh, but there's, like, a special cake they make where you have to, like, you know, like, condense and they melt all this stuff together with, like, a coat hanger that's, like, like kind of, like, somehow they, like, wired into an outlet or something and it heats the coat hanger and oh it melts, God. like, the Human Twix. fucking ingenuity oh my god it's this amazing it i just... made an oven out of a coat hanger in an outlet well that because that... what do you have to lose i electrocuted myself to death i'm dead <laughs> right fuck it i'm making a cake for my friend <laughs> it's his birthday but there is a way there's a way you can make toilet wine but there's a way to actually distill i guess soups maybe but the that way hooch. you do it is you get the way you can do it is you make an electrical coil and then you put like a plastic bag over like like that's going to catch this evaporation and you use this like thing Steam. and it heats the liquid and then it steams all this stuff up and then you distill it. So it collects this distilled liquid down and you got 40 proof toilet hooch toilet hooch. Wow, that is that is totally just a still. Yeah, absolutely. Plastic still. But that shit takes a long. You got to have a lot. I mean, you're distilling down I mean, this you're, liquid. You're in that's, for a while. that's the long game. Toilet hooch is just like you let prune juice sit out too long. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. You put it in a bag and throw it behind the toilet. And yeah, hope that, they don't catch it. So you got that. But I mean, if you got if you're the distiller guy, I mean, you're you got a, people protecting you because if you can get that down, you're set, dude. No oh. one's touching you. No one's fucking with you. Yeah. You're the guy that makes the hooch. The real hoops, the good stuff. That's the stuff the that should make you go blind. And you never wear a bottom. All t-shirt, all flex. Why in that would prison. you? You don't have to. That is a prison flex right there. The hooch man, hooch man, no bottom. That might be hoochie. That might be what you do in prison. You know, they say you got to get when you get go. there, you hit the biggest guy, let him know you're in town. You get there, you take your bottoms off, walk to your right, cell. It's like the, it's like in the fucking in the preacher show, that fucking beautiful part where they introduce hair star yeah he's doing all the judo with the guys and it's just the like escalating tournament and the guy's got him in a headlock and he just fucking flops his dick out and just starts jerking off as the guy tries to choke him out and the guy gives up that's right oh that show is so good um yeah that's a flex that's for sure it depends on who bottoms yeah no bottoms bottoms. what's he gonna do come by and knock you knock you on the shaft are you talking about the guards the old fucking roughneck, yeah. Fuck the guards. I'm over guards. <laughs> Throw them over the edge. <laughs> Start a riot. <laughs> I mean, they're the worst ones in there. I haven't been in yet, but that's who I'm... They're based on Shawshank the Redemption. <laughs> yeah, right. You should be the ones locked up, and we should be guarding you. And sucking my dick with no teeth. <laughs> that guy, down, uh, down that's, cellars. that's an amazing... We don't need to go down the rabbit hole of Shawshank Redemption. I'm just saying. Oh, I mean, we're due probably, right? We're at two, two shy of the two hundredth. We haven't had a deep dive on old Shawshank in a while. And that is where we leave it today. Now, that's where it's left. That's where we're stopping for the time being. It's a cliffhanger, but it's not because that's that's the end of the Shawshank conversation. But, um. It is a tie-in, so this is part one of part two of We Hit Our Head on Henning's Toilet, 
And the tie-in being, we titled it, We Hit Our Heads on Tenning's Toilet. <laughs> and you'll find out why we titled that in part two. We love you. I'm going to come back in here real quick because I just listened to um, that, you know, um, uh, what I just recorded, which you just heard. Real breathy. Real breathy I am. Sound, sound, sound like that, that guy that gets unplugged in Dune. Uh, but I just thought I'd come back. It's been a long time since I talked to you guys directly. And it's nice. It's nice. Also, I just wanted to say... Uh, Oh, part two has a lot, a lot of treats. So get ready for some presidential quiz, Uri. And, and maybe I should just stop. I just wanted to come back. Mention the breath. Mention it's nice talking to you again. You know, straight, one-on-one. -on -one. And uh, I'm excited for the Hendrith. Two Hendrith, are you? Are you? Well, that just went on too far now. Hey, keeping it. Jerk practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Four years ago, I was in Thomaston on a two to three stretch. Stole a car. It was a dumb fuck thing to do. About six months left to go, get a new cellmate in. Elmo Blatch. Big, twitchy fucker. Kind of roomy you pray you don't get. You know what I'm saying? Six to 12, armed burglary. Said he pulled old hundreds of jobs. Hard to believe how strong as he was. He'd cut a loud fart. He'd jump three feet in the air. Talked all the time, too. That's the other thing. He never shut up. Places he'd been, jobs he pulled, women he fucked, even people he killed. People gave him shit. That's how he put it. So, one night, like a joke, I say to him, I say, yeah, Elmo, who'd you kill? So he says, I got me this job one time, bussing tables at a country club, so I could case all these big, rich pricks that come in. So I pick out this guy, go in one night, and do his place. He wakes up, gives me shit. So I killed him. Him and this tasty bitch he was with. <laughs> That's the best part. She's fucking this prixie, this golf pro, but she married some other guy. <laughs> some hotshot banker. <laughs> and he's the one they pinned it on. <laughs> 